New set of downs from the 41 of Cincinnati. Play fit. Trubisky floats it outside. Zach Gentry. Big Zach Gentry breaks free inside the 10. It's now time for our weekly conversation with Eldorado Eagle, Michigan Wolverine, and Pittsburgh Steelers, Zach Gentry, on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team, presented by the Sports Bar at Sandia Resort and Casino, close to home, far from ordinary. Now, here's Zach Gentry. This is that we all And welcome back to Team Talk, Sandia Resort and Casino, and we're in the Sandia Sports Bar, and the place is already decked out for the holidays. There's 52 uh, big screen TVs and some delicious stuff on the menu, including this beer can chicken with some sort of spicy honey glaze uh, along with it. It sounds delicious. Come up here, see for yourself at the Sandia Sports Bar here at Sandia Resort and Casino. And as you just heard, our guest is Pittsburgh Steeler Zach Gentry on behalf of the Sandia Sports Bar. He joins us every single week. Tonight he's in Pittsburgh. And uh, what's going on, my man? I know uh, you're uh, disappointed. You guys uh, weren't able to get that game yesterday. Uh, a two-point loss. But, uh, man, it, it kind of got off to a, a really kind of difficult start when Kenny Pickett went down uh, with that injury, Zach. Yeah, absolutely. It was unfortunate. Uh, you know, he was only, only really out there for, um, I guess, really the first two drives, um, but he was kind of hurting after that first one, so really, I mean, he was only out there for a drive, so it's kind of tough, uh, you know, when, you, when you're game planning all week with, with one guy, and, um, you know, right away in, in the game, he, he gets out, you know, and of course, Mitch, Mitch did a good job next man up mentality, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of get over that initial hump of, of your starting quarterback coming out um, that early in the game against a big rival. Yeah, and especially, I mean, ifs and buts or whatever, and we're going to just move on from the picket thing. But, you know, just from observing from afar, uh, man, this these kind of next games, including yesterday's game, uh, he he was really moving in the right direction. Uh, no turnovers over a, a bunch of, of consecutive games. Uh, but more importantly, uh, just the way he was running the team and uh, looking for opportunities to run out of the pocket. Uh, like it, it kind of did like uh, stun you guys, so to speak, and having to come up with another game with another quarterback, Zach. For sure. And, and he was kind of doing what you would expect a lot of rookie quarterbacks to do. And that was just progressing every week. And, um, you know, he came in, um, you know, closer to the middle part of the season, early mid part of the season, and he's gotten better every single game and you know like you said been I think he threw 120 138 passes or something like that consecutive with that interception um, which is the most like a, a rookie's done in Pittsburgh um, so I think he was getting better you know continuing to get better we'll see you know what what his timeline's kind of looking like it'd be great to get him back here uh, quickly at some point but you know obviously they're gonna uh, make the best decision for him but I, I, I look for him to kind of hit the ground running when he gets back yeah, um, we're talking with Zach Gentry of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, yesterday, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Steelers 16-14. And, man, you, you guys had had uh, your way with the Ravens up until uh, last night's game. What did you – had you won uh, – how many in a row against them, Zach? 
I think we've won four, maybe five in a row. I, th- I think it has it was five in a row. Definitely um, five of the last six that I've been a part of. Right, and generally speaking, uh, you know, low like low margins. And again, it was that way yesterday. Um, so, uh, you know, just curious, like you you saw you were you had a like, you were right there when when Kenny got the injury, and you know, uh, it didn't look good from the very beginning. I mean, he was doing everything he could to make could he was doing everything he can to make a play uh you know you see him uh I, he comes off the field just like you and going to the sidelines on fourth down there and then uh, you are you even aware that he's going into the tent I, I guess that's probably pretty obvious to everybody around there and it's, and at that time there's even discussion for like what plan b and c are you know not initially we're not really too aware um okay. usually come off the sidelines and, and sit down in our little tight end designated tight end there on the sidelines and um, have a little chat amongst ourselves. Talk to our, our tight end coach and the other the other tight ends, and so wasn't initially aware of it. Um, one of the assistant coaches kind of was walking up the sidelines and you know let us know that uh, we had uh, that Kenny was in the tent. So not initially aware, but um, after a little while, you kind of kind of start to realize you're going to have to make it with Adams. You know, of course, uh, Mitch started getting warm, and you start um, you know really. And you know the good thing about having Mitch as the backup quarterback is he is um, he's an experienced vet. You know, so we didn't have to limit the play calling or anything like that. He knew what um, everything is, and so at least from that standpoint, it was uh, good for us. Yeah, well, along those lines, and this was even mentioned during the broadcast. I'm sure you probably heard uh, that uh, in uh, in the uh, in the um, in the event that something had happened to Mitchell Trubisky, uh, Mason Rudolph was inactive for that game. And it, like you, you were next man up in that, you know, if something unfortunately happened to Mitch, uh, then you were next man up at quarterback. Is that right? Or is it was, uh, is that incorrect, Zach? Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, <laughs> um, Hopefully something that never happens, but, um, you know. <laughs> Hey, I'll bet you a lot of people around here would love to see the opportunity, but okay, go ahead. Hopefully it never happens. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Something, something that you hope never happens, you know, obviously, but yeah, we, 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 you know, in order to get some other people active on game days, we Steelers traditionally have been a, a team that just activates two quarterbacks on game day. So, yeah, I mean, if uh, if those two quarterbacks go down, then then I would have to get under center or do something, you know, or at least um, take a portion of the snaps to to be able to get us through that game at quarterback. So, um, yeah, I mean, it would be pre- pretty wild if, if that ended up happening. So, uh, <laughs> a lot of people were looking at that and talking about that after they mentioned it on the broadcast, but um, didn't, didn't yeah. take any snaps this week. <laughs> No, I I, I I imagine like that would so just with that like how much time I mean not an exact science but uh, obviously because in a situation like yesterday it might come up so like is that something where uh, your coach the offense coordinator uh, asked you to come over and you know just to get some sort of a uh, like a, a rhythm going if it if it in, va- in the event happens they've been pretty good the coaches have about. Um, making me in, in pre-practice, usually about once a week, get snaps with the centers pre-practice. So um, it's been one of those things that, you know, it's, 
obviously would be would be tough to do and, and would be uh, crazy to have to go in at quarterback at the same time. At least I have uh, some sort of familiarity with it. And, um, you know, they, they I've gotten together with Mike Sullivan, our quarterback coach, a handful of times this year and just gone over some of the mesh points and been handing off to the running backs and, and under center and in the gun. So it's something that I, I would definitely be uh, more prepared for than, than maybe the average person that would step in from a different position. But um, definitely get I get some some quarterback center exchange and mesh points every week. Hey, hey real quick, uh, and I want to bring Sam and Scott in. Speaking of uh, the gun, uh, how does the arm feel? I mean, how, like when you're throwing it around and, you know, in practice, working on different things, how does that right arm feel? I mean, can you still uh, throw some heat there, uh, Zach? You feel good about the arm? <laughs> oh, man, I would like to think I can. I uh, haven't really thrown downfield a whole heck of a lot, but uh, and I don't really get the old wing um, as warm as I used to before I throw. But, you know, if, if I went through proper warm-up, I think I could do all right. <laughs> <laughs> the wing the wing could come back quickly. Just out of curiosity, okay, uh, with, with no wind, uh, when, when you were really working on the wing, okay, uh, the right arm there, Zach, like what, when you were trying to, like, as we did when we were younger, uh, like throw it as far as you could, like, you know, have it stepping up or whatever, like it was a Hail Mary, you know, like I could probably throw a Hail Mary from, like, the 25 or 30-yard line or something, you know, no. Where where were you able to reach the goal like on your best days when you were uh, like uh, a high school quarterback there at El Dorado, Zach? I'm you know I'm not exactly sure. I do remember specifically actually my I think it was the summer between my sophomore and junior year. I went to the camp in Louisville when uh, Charlie Strong was the coach, and I threw 74 yards. I remember it was uh, the camp best. So I think that was probably like, the longest one that I marked. Uh, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, I'm a lot stronger than I was back then, but at the same time, uh, a little older than I was. So I don't know. No, <laughs> no dude, that's a hose. I mean, you, and it was uh, a bunch of other quarterbacks there, and you were able to, to get recognized for that. Sam, go ahead, Sam. Zach Gentry, Steelers tight end with us here on Team Talk. Well, let's stick along these lines here for a second, Zach. I mean, maybe not so much now as you guys are getting ready for week 15 of the regular season, but even going back to OTAs or training camp, preseason or anything like that, I mean, do you guys, you know, just take you know take some time? Do you guys ever have like a fun day or whatever? You try out different positions, maybe a pass, punt, kick competition, see who can maybe outdo the other in a, in a different position because those guys are skilled at what they do. They're experts at what they do. You guys come in. It's going to look totally different, but, I mean, do you guys ever try to have those competitions with each other? Maybe not something as formal as uh, the, you know, those competitions that you were mentioning, but we, I mean, man, it's a, it's a locker room full of just competitive dudes. I mean, uh, like when we have walkthroughs and stuff during the week or on the, uh, the day before the game, you always have people on the side, um, you know, even like Pat and I have a little passing game where we, and 15 yards, 10, 15 yards apart, and um, you know if you if you hit the you know hit the other one in the head, that's two points. Just one <laughs> point, you know, for first one to eleven wins, and there's always guys standing around the thirty or forty yard line chucking the ball to see who can hit the crossbar first and stuff like that. So uh, nothing maybe as organized, but but people are definitely always trying to throw their hat in the ring and then beat somebody else something, um, even if it is a little goofy or childish off the field. 
Well, what about what about field goals? I mean, you guys are probably pretty set at that position, but have you ever tried field goals? Oh man, not not in a long time. Uh, I have a feeling that I would whiff or do something that would really <laughs> not feel good. It would hurt my leg, so I, I haven't tried that in a while. Steelers tight end Zach Gentry with us here on Team Talk ESPN Radio one hundred one seven the team and so you guys are you guys are you guys are, are playing are playing this game yesterday you know we we've talked to you a lot Zach about playing these division games and how you know the week leading up to it feels different and you know there's so much competition in there in the case of you guys have to you guys have to make this change I mean just for for you personally I, we're going on a totally different note here but how do you compartmentalize that when you're going through that change? I mean, obviously, you know, you guys all care about Kenny and his well-being. You hope he's okay, but there's still a job to do. I mean, just what does that look like for you and just turning the next page and getting ready for, for what comes next? Yeah, it's just, well, it's going to be a lot of repetition and, and seeing what happens this week in practice. You know, um, you know, Mitch is somebody that we were with all, all through training camp and for the first, uh, I don't know, four or five weeks of the season, something like that. Um, so, you know, we, we have a familiarity with him for sure. Um, it's been, you know, Kenny's team the last couple months, but, um, you know, have to get used used to Mitch being back there again. You have to get used to the way he calls plays, his cadence, um, the way he throws the ball, everything like that. So uh, it'll be a little bit of adjustment period, but I think uh, something that we can, you know, we and I uh, can get done quickly. Uh, because of you know how much we've been able to see him in the past, is there a big difference between the two of them as far as the cadence and you know deli- the delivery and the way that they call out plays? Is there a big difference? You know, it's not huge, but yeah, you know, I was thinking about it earlier. I was getting a workout in um, where we had some meetings, and it was kind of just something I was thinking about to myself a little bit. In the weight room was just it's funny how when you have a quarterback for a while, like with beginning during camp in the beginning of the year, you got so used to hearing. Mitch's cadence and Mitch's voice in the huddle that when Kenny came in, it was, you know, just a little bit rhythmically different or like a, just just slightly different. And then, you you know, you, I get so used to hearing Kenny do it now that we've we've had him at, at the starting quarterback for the last couple months that Mitch comes in and it just sounds a little different. Not that it's uh, better or worse or anything like that, but just the person's voice and their uh, demeanor and the way they, you know, the way they emphasize words like it's a snap and their cadence is a little different so it's just kind of one of those little funny things that people don't talk about enough that isn't really a huge difference maker but it's kind of interesting no that 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 is that is interesting just to have two different quarterbacks like that because i mean you guys they're calling out the same i mean i assume they're calling out the same language right they're calling out the same you know the the same verbiage for, for plays it's just the way that it comes out is different i assume they're calling the same verbiage yeah, no, it's, it's all the same same play, same burger, same material, but uh, the way they deliver it, and especially like the cadence, um, just maybe like the inflection of their voice and, and the way the way you can hear it on the line of scrimmage is a little different, which is which is pretty funny. Hard to believe, Zach, that there's only four games left this week on the road against the Panthers. Christmas Eve against the Raiders at home. On the road, a rematch against the Ravens on New Year's Day and then the Browns. So... I know it's a week-to-week thing, but in terms of just what the team's going through and where you want to end up, where does it start and where do you see it going? Man, it's, uh, we got to win out. You know, I know that, you know, every time we 
we uh, put an L on the on the schedule, it's a narrow, gets a little more narrow margins for for playoff talk. And I know at, at this point right now we're, we're still in the conversation. I mean, I know it, it'd be um, one of those things. Yeah, I think really to answer your question is before this loss. Uh, we kind of control our own destiny. We win out. That's probably looking pretty good for us now. Uh, we still have a shot to get in, but we're not necessarily controlling our own destiny. We can control the fact that we win out, but we also need some help for, from some other teams. I think we need a couple other teams to lose or, um, you know, things of that nature. So now it's just one of those things where you kind of forget about the noise. You forget about all the external stuff, and you focus on just winning games, stacking games. That's kind of like where we were at last year at this time, to be honest. We didn't think that there was a great chance that we were going to make the playoffs, so we kind of just shut out the outside noise, um, started stacking some wins, and we were able to sneak our way into the playoffs, so um, hopefully something like that happens again, and we're just going to continue to take it one week at a time. I know you're going to be looking at it a lot more tomorrow and throughout the week, but how's the matchup against the Panthers, especially on the road? Yeah, well, I'll delve into it a little bit more, but I know that, um, you know, certainly they're a talented team. I, I know that they just rush for 240 yards or something like that against the Seahawks. So, um, obviously, they're, um, you know, a team that's starting to get hot, um, unfortunately. A team that we have to play late that was uh, maybe struggling early in the year that's starting to look pretty dang good. So, um, I know they got some they got some, uh, some freaky guys on defense. You know, they got some long, they got some length on the edges. Um, so, we're, you know, we're going to have to get in the lab and figure some things out and, um, you know, be able to move the ball better than we did this last week, not turn the ball over, and um, it's going to be another big test for us on the road. But, uh, you know, these are must-win games for us. So, uh, Zach, today you mentioned uh, you went over to the facility and got a workout in and, and chatted. It was was today, uh, I don't know, what are Mondays typically after a traditional Sunday no-night game or whatever? Uh, you, you know, is that one of those where people can kind of go and come and go or their scheduled meetings uh, or is like they're kind of a day off? I mean, what, what's the angle you guys take with that? Uh, traditionally for us, for Steelers week, we, we come in on Mondays and tomorrow, Tuesdays are our off days um, that are completely off on a traditional, you play Sunday, you play the next Sunday uh, week. So today we, um, you know, mid-late morning, get into the facility, get uh, everybody has to get a, a workout and a little run in, um, flush the lactic acid and stuff like that, try to get our, our bodies feeling right, get some treatment, and then... Um, uh, early afternoon, we have um, team meeting with Coach Tomlin, and then from there, we can get into special teams meetings, offense, defense, um, and positional stuff. Well, you know, as you mentioned, uh, the uh, the loss yesterday making it more difficult. So, like, you know, without asking you exactly what he says, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, you guys had a little bit of a run going a couple games in a row on the road wins, and uh, so, like, I guess what what's my coach Tomlin's position here? Uh, just basically being, you know, we're we're all pros in this, and we got to re- get ready to run the table here, type thing, Zach. Yeah, exactly, Joe. I mean, that's that's really what he. Um, well, of course, he, he he conveyed a lot of um, his feelings about yesterday's game via the tape and showed us things like that. You know, he likes to show the tape so we can put that game to bed going into tomorrow, the off day, and then start fresh the next week, but. Um, aside from that, he really was focused on, you know, kind of what I talked about, which was last year we were in a similar position. We ran the table and 
and, and won some won some games there consecutively at the end of the year, and we're able to sneak in. And so, uh, you're exactly right that we're all we're all professionals, and um, our, our goal is the playoffs. And as long as there's um, a little bit of a window for that, then we're going to be focused on and trying to squeeze our way in. No surprise hearing that's the approach of, of, of Mike Tomlin. I mean, he's, he's never had a losing season, and, you know, that, that doesn't come by accident. Uh, Zach, thank you so much. Uh, great uh, talking with you. Uh, next week, 11 o'clock start Mountain against Carolina. A real test, but, hey, uh, we're keeping an eye on you guys, hoping that, that whole uh, stacking a few wins. Uh, does that sound good? You know, not leaving any meat on the bone, Zach, and stacking a few wins. How does that sound? Exactly, you're sounding you're sounding like Mike Tomlin to me right now, man. That's, that's, that's just like... <laughs> well, that's a compliment. Nice. All right, Zach. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we'll catch up next week. And uh, good luck against Carolina. And keep grinding away there. That's Zach Gentry, tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. My gosh, joining us from uh, Pittsburgh here. After you know, he, he, you could hear it in his voice, man. I mean, that loss yesterday uh, really hurt him. He, he's you know he's all about uh excellence i mean i'm just telling you and you know they could see the momentum there even though uh maybe a lot of people don't think the steelers have the weapons that they'd had in years past i mean in zach's mind you know this is a team that you know can win every single week and uh we'll see if that happens going to carolina on sunday all right take a quick break when we come back the top five with sam hauser is next espn radio 1017 the team